Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Podcast, where I'm going to help you explore areas where you can be more confident in your body, in business, in motherhood, in friendships. We're going to talk about it all. I'm ready for you to stop falling asleep to your life and start living the life you are called to live with confidence. I'm your host, Nikki Wilson. Let's get to the show. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Crazy Confidence Podcast where I give you really practical tools to having a little more confidence in your body, in your business, in your life, and just in general. I want you to be as confident as possible. You know, I know it's hard. Sometimes people are like, well, I just want to love my body. So, you know, it, it is an introspective, it is a hard work kind of journey. I think it's harder than, you know, dieting is like a prescriptive thing. And people really love just, hey, do X, Y, Z, and here are the results to expect. And we're just so ingrained in that. And it's so desirable to be told what to do. Um, and so, you know, I hate to always burst people's bubbles, but I'm like, yeah, that's kind of not how body confidence happens. It happens in ways of like taking a look inside yourself and like making some mental mindset shifts. And um, that's harder to do than following an XYZ diet plan. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's harder to do. It's, it's not hard to not have to white knuckle your way through the day. Hate that part of dieting. But I, I get the appeal of like the the prescriptive way um, people tell us to eat. So I want to talk about this week. I want to talk about like a question that I get a lot and then go a little bit deeper even next week with more intuitive eating basics. Uh, because the thing is like, you know, so much of what we are told in, you know, health at every size, intuitive eating, it feels intuitive. And intuitive, being intuitive is difficult to do when we have been operating in these very prescriptive ways of life, like eat this, don't eat that. This is bad. This is good. Eat, you know, 200 calories here and eat fast here and don't eat till this time. Like we are just living in that prescriptive world. And so intuitive eating and learning about your body is very difficult to do because we're undoing a lot of diet culture messaging and just behavior. And it's hard to undo behavior, right? Like um, it's hard to come out of um, habits and rituals and behavior. It's a behavior modification essentially that, that really starts in your brain and, and de, deconstructing learning um that we've learned. And so I know it's really hard. It is not lost on me, you guys, that um, it's hard to do this crap, right? <laughs> like it's really hard. But the question I wanted to address today is um, something that I get all the time. And I created a program around because I got this question so much. Um, but the question is, is there a healthy way to eat without dieting? 
I get this in two folds. Like I get a lot of younger people who follow me and, and I work with a lot of college age women and young twenties, um, who have kind of been immersed the, you know, the millennials or the generation Z, like they're kind of immersed in this like health culture, quote unquote, like the health, moral health kind of behavior where it's whole 30 or die. And, you know, I'm working with a lot of these college age women who um, really struggle with the food morality. And like, you know, if I'm not eating non-processed whole eating the rainbow every day, then I'm failing. And I'm not giving my body the best chance that it has in life. And I, and I don't scoff at that because that is what they deal with. Whereas my generation, it's more, how are you starving yourself? And how are you exercising like a fiend? You know, like that's how you have success. That's the success in your body is you eat, you eat less, exercise more. And that's what we're ingrained with, you know. So this whole new culture of like food morality and Whole30 and you know, the food babe or whatever, like just these morality and like becomes this orthorexia, eating right all the time, doing the right thing all the time. And that's mentally exhausting too. Let's be honest. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting these questions and, and the caveat to it is like, but how can you still eat healthy without dieting? Right. It's that prescriptive thing that we need. And so, you know, I I do think there are things you can do to, you know, try to get on a journey of like, okay, this is healthier, but it all stems from really like learning to listen to your body. And I know that's really hard. So I actually created a program called Fit and Free several years ago, just based on this question and really honestly, my own journey towards being a totally intuitive eater. But what I find most of the time and why I think, you know, there is kind of a gap that sometimes has to be bridged between dieting, diet culture, not knowing a dang thing about your body, and then to just jump to intuitive eating. I, I, it, is, it is difficult for some people. It's easier for people who can deal with moderation um, overall. Like I find moderation in all areas of life to be incredibly easy. It just comes naturally to me to be moderate in all areas. Like I will put myself to bed by if I'm tired enough and it doesn't matter that it's eight o'clock, like I'll put myself to bed. But some people are like, no, nighttime is my living time and I'm going to like stay up all night regardless. I know I'm exhausted, but I can't get anything done. You know, they're just people who are all or nothing in a personality. And there's people like me who are like moderation is not a big deal. So I do understand the gaps sometimes that have to, to the bridge over the gap to total intuitive eating. And so I created fit and free. Um, and one of the things that I really work on is for people to understand how to listen to their body cues, which is a big part of intuitive eating. And then I also teach women a lot about like protein, carbs, and fat, because I know people just like don't know a lot of times, like you just don't know what you're eating at all. And um, so, you know, how fit and free was different was I really kind of teach women like, hey, you kind of need a mix of protein, carbs, and fat, and you'll see how you feel. You'll see the difference in the way you feel by the way you eat. And so the question is like, 
can you be healthy? Can you eat healthy without dieting? And I think you absolutely can. I think it's um, something just like everything else you kind of have to work on. And one of the things that I love to tell women is just increasing protein intake a little bit goes a long way. And I'm not talking about measuring and putting your chicken on a scale (laughs) to see how many grams you're eating. I'm not talking about obsessively writing it down in a food journal. I'm not talking about, you know, counting your protein grams to your body weight measurement. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like understanding what protein is and eating slightly more of it. You'll be a little fuller longer. It helps with your muscular growth. It's it's just a very sustaining thing to eat is if you're just increasing your protein just a little bit and you'll see, note a little bit of difference. Another way that I teach women to kind of bridge the gap is to see about adding veggies to your diet. And I don't mean diet in terms of the usual diet. I mean your overall way of eating. Just adding veggies to a lunch every day, just committing, saying, you know what, I'm going to try a bunch of different things. I'm going to commit to trying to put vegetables into my lunch every day. I'm just going to try. So I call these things non-negotiables. And um, these are things that I try to accomplish most days. They don't always happen when I, when you're out of your power, quote unquote, it's a quote unquote that I use when you're kind of out of your power, this may not happen and you're just not going to sweat it. You're not going to be like on the floor crying and hungry and searching a menu online, just trying to find the thing that matters. Like you're just going to be normal. Um, so I call these things non-negotiables and my non-negotiables for myself every day, I say you can have two, three max, max three. This is how I keep myself I hate the word healthy, but just eating like in a sustainable way, I guess you could say just three things. I say most people need only two. When you get to like a real place of listening to your body and feeling comfortable around food in general and not being on a diet, maybe you can do three. I don't know. It's up to you. I don't know. I can't tell you. So every day, these are mine. This is things that I can do for the most part every day. And I want you to know this is important to me because I work out and I've told you guys before, I like a more muscular physique. So I like to try to build my muscles. I'm not shying away from that at all, but I don't count anything. I just don't. It drives me nuts. So what I do is every day I drink a bunch of water, like three Yeti, big Yeti cups full. That is a non-negotiable for me. I work out. I get hot. I put it in the car. I just drink a lot of water. That's just a non-negotiable. It's something I've done forever, okay? The second thing I do is I try, try to eat protein with every meal. It doesn't always happen, and sometimes I'm not in the mood, but I just try to eat some sort of protein, even if it's just a little, every meal. I'm just getting used to eating protein. I don't count it. Like I said, I just kind of eat it. Just at breakfast, I'm going to have yogurt and I'm going to have, you know, a little toast and that's totally fine. And just trying to get into the rhythm of eating protein because it keeps me fuller longer. 
And thirdly, and I just want you guys to know, this took a little bit longer to get used to, but thirdly is I try to eat vegetables at every lunch and dinner. And it's honestly, a lot of times it's like a six-year-old lunch where I have frozen peas and carrots or just something green into my body uh, because I... I've noted that I feel so much better when I um, am eating a lot of fiber and greens in my diet. Now, listen, y'all, this doesn't always happen, and I'm not obsessive about it, Um, but I just try to incorporate those at every lunch and dinner in some sort of way. Again, I'm not measuring them. I'm not making a huge fuss about them. I'm just getting used to that, and that was something that I didn't want to make a non-negotiable until... I was sure I could do it. And so as you're thinking about adding these, if you think about adding non-negotiables, um, it has to be something that you're like willing to do and that you can do um, and that you feel comfortable doing and that you're not obsessing over. So there's a lot that goes into the thought of like having a non-negotiable. Um, and I just had to make sure after like months and months of having vegetables at lunch and dinner that I could commit to that. And eventually I could. So um, I have three non-negotiables. That's kind of how I just live my life as even an intuitive eater, like also just saying sometimes that's not what I want to do and that's fine too. Um, But I do think for those of you who have a hard time letting go of the prescriptives, having two non-negotiables a day, just getting those in, not measuring them and not being obsessed. Like I said, just like, Hey, I can do these two things every day. Then I have a little bit of wiggle room to not feel so bad about anything else that happens during the day. So I don't know if that's helpful to you, but yeah, that's what I do. My daily non-negotiables And um, I would love to talk more about that with you. If you want to um, shoot me an email, Nikki at Nikki-Wilson.com. And we can chat about it. You can send me an Instagram DM. Um, My Instagram is linked in the show notes for you. But um, I think those having daily non-negotiables is a great way to bridge that gap between being super strict, super prescriptive, super like conscientious about everything you're doing and just getting into the pattern of doing a couple of things that are just something you can live with, something you can be used to every single day. And um, I think you'll see it becomes just really second nature and not something that's a drag, not something that's a pain. And like I said, giving yourself grace when it doesn't happen, it really doesn't feel like you've failed. It doesn't cloak you in failure and shame. And you, you don't have to be like relying on willpower all the time. It's just like kind of something you just bake into every day. And it really makes sense. So um, think about those. And just one more note about daily non-negotiables. They aren't goals. So it's not saying, I hope I eat vegetables. I, I think I would like to eat protein. That, they're not goals. They're something that are kind of tried and true. So try it out for a while. And if you see like if you wanted yours to be drinking water 
every day instead of a soda or something like try it out before you make it a daily non-negotiable. Like see if you can actually do it for like two, three weeks, make it kind of more habitual and see if it can work in your life. See if finding protein food that you like is sustainable for you. Like that might not be one you want to do if you're not a meat eater. You know what I mean? Like you might be like, ew, there, it's hard to find protein I like and I don't like meat and I don't like yogurt and eating plant protein every day is disgusting. So you might not want um, protein to be a daily non-negotiable for you and that's totally fine. Like it, mine don't have to be yours. I'm saying they're not goals though. They're something that are tried and true that you can do realistically and sustainably in your world, in your current situation, in your lifestyle, period. It's it's something that that makes sense for you now. Like, don't be like, well, I'm going to do like an all nightshade diet. And that is my daily non-negotiable. Like, that ain't practical. I mean, hey, if that's what you want, you can try it. But it's just not a super practical thing to do. So I just want you to think about your daily non-negotiables Um, before you like go out and say, Nikki told me that this is what I have to do. I want it to be realistic. I want it to be practical and I want it to be something that, uh, you know, you could have sustainability over and over, over, same on Monday as you do on Saturday, if that makes sense. It really is like NBD. It really is just no big deal. So don't make it prescriptive. Don't make it crazy. Just let it bridge that gap between dieting, dieting, dieting all the time and being a free, no intuitive eater. It is kind of a gap that you can make before you're jumping all the way over into total intuitive eating. Okay, you guys, I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you email me, follow me on Instagram, underscore Nikki Wilson, underscore. And I'd love to answer any questions you have. Just let me know. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.